This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi, hello, welcome. This is Let's Talk About Myths, baby. And I am that host of yours, the loud woman who likes to curse, Liv. And yes, today I'm here with a very new and very special reading episode. Because in one of the most exciting turn of events that I've experienced in the past year of this podcast, I found out that there is a pretty decent translation of Ovid's Heroides that is in the public domain, and therefore I can read it to you. What a concept. Oh my gods, it's fucking thrilling. So periodically, I will be reading you some of Ovid's Heroides because they're super interesting. Except the Sappho one? Fuck that one. It has the real-life woman killing herself for a fucking man? A man. What the fuck is that? Anyway, aside from the Sappho heroides, the works are fascinating. They're by Ovid, firstly, so obviously I love them. But also, they're these letters by women to men who have fucked them over. In some cases, the men write them too, but for the most part, they're by women. It's fascinating. 
So I'm starting today with the only two I've ever really mentioned in episodes of this podcast. It felt like the right place to start. I spoke about the heroities of Hypsipyle and Medea back in episodes on those two women. These two women fucked over by that wet dish towel of a human, Jason. Of course, simply because they're written about Jason, they're worth reading aloud to you all, because who doesn't appreciate a bit of Jason bashing, am I right? Almost as good as Theseus, so don't worry, there's a letter by Ariadne to that fucker too. But today, though, for the very first reading of the Heroides by Ovid, we're going to start with these two, because I was so inspired by their stories in the episodes I did on them, but the Heroides themselves are so different, it's completely brand new information. And we're starting chronologically with the letter from the first woman Jason was an utter asshat to, Hypsipyle, and it'll follow with the letter from Medea. This is Ovid's Heroides, translated by Grant Showerman, Letter 7, Hypsipyle to Jason. You are said to have touched the shores of Thessaly with safe returning keel, rich in the fleece of the golden ram. I speak you well for your safety, so far as you give me chance. Yet of this very thing I should have been informed by message of your own. For the winds might have failed you, even though you longed to see me, and kept you from returning by way of the realms I pledged to you. But a letter may be written, however adverse the wind. Hypsipyle deserved the sending of a greeting. Why was it rumor brought me tidings of you rather than lines from your hand? Tidings that the sacred bulls of Mars had received the curving yoke, that at the scattering of the seeds there sprang forth the harvest of men, who for their doom had no need of your right arm, that the spoil of the ram, the deep gold fleece, the unsleeping dragon guarded, had nevertheless been stolen away by your bold hand. Could I say to those who are slow to credit these reports, He has written me this with his own hand. How proud should I be? But why complain that my lord has been slow in his duty? I shall think myself treated with all indulgence, so I remain yours. A barbarian prisoner, so the story goes, has come with you, admitted to share the marriage couch you promised me. Love is quick to believe. May it prove that I am hasty and have brought a groundless charge against my lord. Only now from Hymonian borders came a Thessalian stranger to my gates. Scarce had he touched the threshold when I cried, How does my lord the son of Eason? Speechless he stood in embarrassment, his eyes fixed fast upon the ground. I straight leaped up and rent the garment from my breast. Does he live? I cried, or must fate call me too? He lives, was his reply. Full of fears is love. I made him say it on his oath. Scarce with a god to witness could I believe you lying. 
When calm of mind returned, I began to ask of your fortunes. He tells me of the brazen-footed oxen of Mars, how they plowed, of the serpent's teeth scattered upon the ground in way of seed, of men sprung suddenly forth and bearing arms, earth-born people slain in combat with their fellows, filling out the fates of their lives in the space of a day. He tells of the dragon overcome. Again, I ask if Jason lives. Hope and fear bring trust and mistrust by turns. While he tells the details of his story, such are the eagerness and quickness of his speech that of his own nature he reveals the wounds that have been dealt me. Alas, where is the faith that was promised me? Where the bonds of wedlock and the marriage torch, more fit to set ablaze my funeral pyre? I was not made acquaint with you in stealthy wise. Juno was there to join us when we were wed, and Hymen, his temples bound with wreaths, and yet neither Juno nor Hymen, but gloomy Erenaways, stained with blood, carried before me the unhallowed torch. What had I with the Minii or Dodona's pine? What had you with my native land, O helmsman Typhus? There was here no ram, slightly with golden fleece, nor was Lemnos the royal home of old Aetes. I was resolved at first, but my ill fate drew me on, to drive out with my woman's band the stranger troop. The women of Lemnos know, yeah, even too well, how to vanquish men. I should have let a soldiery so brave defend my cause. But I looked on the man in my city, I welcomed him under my roof and into my heart. Here twice the summer fled for you, here twice the winter. It was the third harvest when you were compelled to set sail, and with your tears poured forth such words as these. I am sundered from thee, Hypsipyle, but so the fates grant me return. Thine own I leave thee now, and thine own will I ever be. What lieth heavy in thy bosom for me, may it come to live, and may we both share in its parentage. Thus did you speak, and with tears streaming down your false face, I remember you could say no more. You are the last of your band to board the sacred Argo. It flies upon its way. The wind bellies out the sail. The dark blue wave glides from under the keel as it drives along. Your gaze is on the land, and mine is on the sea. There is a tower that looks from every side upon the waters round about. Thither I betake myself, my face and bosom wet with tears. Through my tears I gaze, my eyes are gracious to my eager heart, and see farther than their want. Add thereto pure-hearted prayers, and vows mingled with fears, vows which I must now fulfill, since you are safe. And am I to absolve these vows, vows but for Medea to enjoy? My heart is sick, and surges with mingled wrath and love. Am I to bear gifts to the shrines, because Jason lives, though mine no more? Is a victim to fall beneath the stroke for the loss that has come to me? No, I never felt secure, but my fear was ever that your sire would look to an Argolic city for a bride to his son. "'Twas the daughters of Argolis, I feared, yet my ruin has been a barbarian jade. 
The wood, I feel, is not from the foe whence I thought to see it come. It is neither by her beauty nor by her merits that she wins you, but by the incantations she knows and the baneful herbs she cuts with enchanted knife. She is one to strive to draw down from its course the unwilling moon, and to hide in darkness the horses of the sun. She curbs the waters and stays the down-winding streams. She moves from their places the woods and the living rocks. Among sepulchres she stalks, ungirded, with hair flowing loose, and gathers from the yet warm funeral pyre the appointed bones. She vows to their doom the absent, fashions the waxen image, and into its wretched heart drives the slender needle. And other deeds twere better not to know, ill-sought by herbs is love that should be won by virtue and by beauty. A woman like this can you embrace? Can you be left in the same chamber with her and not feel fear and enjoy the slumber of the silent night? Surely she must have forced you to bear the yoke just as she forced the bulls, and has you subdued by the same means she uses with fierce dragons. Add that she has her name writ in the record of your own and your hero's exploits, and the wife obscures the glory of the husband. And someone of the partisans of Peleus imputes your deeds to her poisons and wins the people to believe— this fleece of gold from the ram of Phrixus, the son of Aeson, did not seize away, but the Phasian girl, Aetes's child. Your mother, Alcamede, ask counsel of your mother, favors her not, nor your sire, who sees his son's bride come from the frozen north. Let her seek for herself a husband, from the Tanes, from the marshes of watery Scythia, even from her own land of Phasis. O oh, changeable son of Aeson, more certain than the breezes of springtime, why lay your words the weight a promise claims? My own you went forth hence, my own you have not returned. Let me be your wedded mate now you are come back, as I was when you set forth. If noble blood and generous lineage move you, lo, I am known as daughter of Minoan Thoas. Bacchus was my grandsire, the bride of Bacchus, with crown-encircled brow, outshines with her stars the lesser constellations. Lemnos will be my marriage portion, land kindly nature to the husbandsman, and me too you will possess among the subjects my dowry brings. And now too I have brought forth, rejoice for us both, Jason, sweet was the burden that I bore, its author had made it so. I am happy in the number, too, for by Lucina's kindly favor I have brought forth twin offspring, a pledge for each of us. If you ask whom they resemble, I answer, yourself is seen in them. The ways of deceit they know not, for the rest, they are like their father. I almost gave them to be carried to you, their mother's ambassadors, but thought of the cruel stepmother turned me back from the path I would have trod. T'was Medea, I feared. Medea is more than a stepmother. The hands of Medea are fitted for any crime. Would she who could tear her brother limb from limb and strew him over the fields be one to spare my pledges? Such is she, such the woman, O oh, madman swept from your senses by the poisons of Colchis, for whom you are said to have slighted the marriage bed with Hypsipyle. Base and shameless was the way that mad became your bride, but the bond that gave me to you, and you to me, was chaste. She betrayed her sire, I rescued from death my father Thoas. She deserted the Colchians, my Lemnos has me still. 
what matters ought if sin is to be set before devotion, and she has won her husband with the very crime she brought him as her dower. The vengeful deed of the Lemnian women I condemn, Jason, I do not marvel at it. Passion itself drives the weak, however powerless, to take up arms. Come, say, what if, driven by unfriendly gales, you had entered my harbors, as t'was fitting you had done, you and your companion, and I had come forth to meet you with my twin babes. Surely you must have prayed earth to yawn for you. With what countenance could you have gazed upon your children, O wretched man? With what countenance upon me? What death would you not deserve as the price of your perfidy? And yet you yourself would have met with safety and protection at my hands. Not that you deserve, but that I was merciful. But as for your mistress, with my own hand I would have dashed my face with her blood, and your face that she stole away with her poisonous arts. I would have been Medea to Medea. But... If in any way just Jupiter himself from on high attends to my prayers, may the woman who intrudes upon my marriage bed suffer the woes in which Hypsipyle groans and feel the lot she herself now brings on me, and as I am now left alone, wife and mother of two babes, so may she one day be reft of as many babes and of her husband. Nor may she long keep her ill-gotten gains, but leave them in worse hap. Let her be in exile, and seek a refuge through the entire world, a bitter sister to her brother, a bitter daughter to her wretched sire. May she be as bitter to her children, and as bitter to her husband. When she shall have no hope more of refuge by the sea or by the land, let her make trial of the air. Let her wander, destitute, bereft of hope, stained red, with the blood of her murders. This fate do I, the daughter of Thoas, cheated of my wedded state, in prayer call down upon you. Live on, a wife and husband, accursed in your bed. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. 
This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Ovid's Heroides, translated by Grant Showerman, Letter 12, Medea to Jason. And yet for you, I remember, I, the Queen of Colchis, could find time, when you besought that my art might bring you help. Then was the time when the sisters who pay out the faded thread of mortal life should have unwound for I, my spindle. Then could Medea have ended well. Whatever of life has been lengthened out for me from what time forth has been but punishment. Ah, me, why was the ship from the forests of Pelion ever driven over the seas by strong young arms in quest of the ram of Phrixus? Why did we Colchians ever cast eye upon Magnesian Argo, and why did your Greek crew ever drink the water of Phasis? Why did I too greatly delight in these golden locks of yours, in your comely ways, and in your false graces of your tongue? Yet delight too greatly I did. Else, when once the strange craft had been beached upon our sands and brought us her bold crew, all unanointed, with the unremembering son of Eason had gone forth to meet the fires exhaled from the flame-scorched nostrils of the bulls, he would have scattered the seeds, as many as the seeds were the enemy too, for the sower himself to fall in strife with his own sowing. How much perfidy, vile wretch, would have perished with you, and how many woes been averted from my head. "'Tis some pleasure to reproach the ungrateful with favors done. "'That pleasure I will enjoy. "'That is the only delight I shall win from you. "'Bidden to turn the hitherto untried craft to the shores of Colchis, "'you set foot in the rich realms of my native land. "'There I, Medea, was what here your new bride is. "'As rich as her sire is, so rich was mine.' Hers holds a fury, washed by two seas, mine all the country which lies along the left strand of the Pontuses, even to the snows of Scythia. Aetes welcomes to his home the Pelasgian youths, and you rest your Greek limbs upon the pictured couch. Then twas that I saw you, then began to know you. That was the first impulse to the downfall of my soul. I saw you, and I was undone. 
nor did I kindle with ordinary fires, but like the pine torch kindled before the mighty gods. Not only were you noble to look upon, but my fates were dragging me to doom. Your eyes had robbed mine of their power to see. Traitor, you saw it, for who can well hide love? Its flame shines forth its own betrayer. Meanwhile, the condition is imposed that you press the hard necks of the fierce bulls of the unaccustomed plow. To Mars the bulls belonged, raging with more than mere horns, for their breathing was of terrible fire, of solid bronze were their feet, wrought round with bronze their nostrils, made black too by the blasts of their own breath. Besides this, you are bidden to scatter the obedient hand over with the wide fields the seeds that should beget peoples to assail you with weapons born with themselves. A baneful harvest, that, to its own husbandmen. The eyes of the guardian that know not yielding to sleep, by some art to elude them, is your final task. Aetes has spoken. In gloom you all rise up, and the high table is removed from the purple spread couches. How far away then from your thought were Creus's dowry realm and the daughter of great Creon, and Creon the father of your bride? With foreboding you depart, and as you go my moist eyes follow you, and in faint murmur comes from my tongue, Fare thou well. Laying myself on the ordered couch within my chamber, grievously wounded, in tears I passed the night long, before my eyes appeared the bulls and the dreadful harvest, before my eyes the unsleeping serpent. On the one hand was love, on the other fear, and fear increased my very love. Morning came, and my dear sister admitted to my chamber, found me with loosened hair and lying prone upon my face, and everywhere my tears. She implores aid for your minii. What one asks, another is to receive. What she petitions for the Aesonian youth, I grant. There is a grove, somber with pine trees and the fronds of the ilex, into it scarce can the rays of the sun find way. There is in it, there was at least, a shrine to Diana, wherein stands the goddess, a golden image fashioned by barbaric hand, do you know the place, or have places fallen from your mind along with me? We came to the spot. You were the first to speak with those faithless lips, and these were your words. To thy hand fortune has committed the right of choosing or not my deliverance, and in thy hand are the ways of life and death for me. To have power to ruin is enough, if anyone delight in power for itself. But to save me will be greater glory." By our misfortunes, which thou hast power to relieve, I pray, by thy line and by the godhead of thy all-seeing grandsire the sun, by the threefold face and holy mysteries of Diana, and by the gods of that race of thine, if so be gods it have, by all these, O maiden, have pity upon me, and have pity upon my men, be kind to me, and make me thine forever. And if it chance thou dost not disdain a Pelasgian suitor, but how can I hope the gods will be so facile to my wish? May my spirit vanish away into thin air before another, then thou shalt come a bride to my chamber. By witness be Juno, ward of the rites of wedlock, and the goddess in whose marble shrine we stand. Words like these, and how slight a part of them is here, and your right hand clasped in mine, moved the heart of the simple maid. I saw even tears, or was there in the tears, too, part of your deceit? Thus quickly was I ensnared, girl that I was, by your words. 
You yoke together the bronze-footed bulls with your body unharmed by their fire, and cleave the solid mold with the shares as you were bid. The plowed fields you sow with an envenomed teeth in place of seed, and there rises out of the earth with sword and shield a warrior band. Myself, the giver of the charmed drug, sat pallid there at sight of men all suddenly arisen and in arms, until the earth-born brothers, O deed most wonderful, drew arms and came to the grapple each with each. Then, lo and behold, all a-bristle with rattling scales come the unsleeping sentinel, hissing and sweeping the ground with winding belly. Where then was your rich dowry? Where then your royal consort and the isthmus that sunders the waters of two seas? I, the maiden who am now at last become a barbarian in your eyes, who now am poor, who now seem baneful, I closed the lids of the flame-like eyes in slumber wrought by my drug, and gave into your hand the fleece to steal away unharmed. I betrayed my sire, I left my throne in my native soil. The reward I get is leave to live in exile. My maidenly innocence has become the spoil of a pirate from overseas, beloved mother and best of sisters I have left behind. But thee, O oh my brother, I did not leave behind as I fled. In this one place my pen fails. Of the deed my right hand was bold enough to do, it is not bold enough to write. So I, too, should have been torn limb from limb, but with thee. And yet I did not fear, for what, after that, could I fear? To trust myself to the sea, woman though I was, and now with guilt upon me. Where is heavenly justice? Where the gods? Let the penalty that is our due overtake us on the deep. You for your treachery, me for my trustfulness. Would the Stimplagades had taught and crushed us out together, and that my bones were clinging now to yours, or that Scylla, the ravening, submerged us in the deep to be devoured by her dogs? Fit were it for Scylla to work woe to ingrate men and she who spews forth so many times the floods and sucks them so many times back in again, would she had brought us, too, beneath the Trinacian wave. Yet unharmed and victorious, you return to Hymonia's towns, and the golden fleece is laid before your father's gods. Why rehearse the tale of Peleus's daughters by devotion led to evil deeds, of how their maiden hands laid knife to the members of their sire, I may be blamed by others, but you perforce must praise me, you for whom so many times I have been driven to crime. Yet you have dared, oh, fit words fail me for my righteous wrath, you have dared to say, withdraw from the palace of Eason's line. At your bidding I have withdrawn from your palace, taking with me our two children, and what follows me evermore, my love for you. When, all suddenly, there came to my ears the chant of Hymen, and to my eyes the gleam of blazing torches, and the pipe poured forth its notes. For you, a wedding strain, but for me, a strain more tearful than the funeral trump. I was filled with fear, I did not yet believe such monstrous guilt could be, but all my breast none the less grew chill. The throng pressed eagerly on, crying, Hymen, O Hymenaeus, in full chorus! the nearer the cry, for me the more dreadful. My slaves turned away and wept, seeking to hide their tears. Who would be willing messenger of tidings so ill? Whatever it was, t'was better, indeed, that I not know, but my heart 
was heavy, as if I really knew, when the younger of the children, at my bidding and eager for the sight, went and stood at the outer threshold of the double door. "'Here, mother, come out,' he cries to me. "'A procession is coming, and my father Jason leading it. He's all in gold and driving a team of horses.' Then straight I rent my cloak and beat my breast and cried aloud, and my cheeks were at the mercy of my nails. My heart impelled me to rush into the midst of the moving throng, to tear off the wreaths from my ordered locks. I scarce could keep from crying out thus, with hair all torn, he is mine, and laying hold on you. Ah, injured father, rejoice, rejoice ye Colchians who I left. Shades of my brother, receive in my fate your sacrifice due. I am abandoned. I have lost my throne, my native soil, my home, my husband, who alone for me took the place of all. Dragons and maddened bulls, it seems, I could subdue. A man alone I could not. I, who could beat back fierce fire with wise drugs, have not the power to escape the flames of my own passion. My very incantations, herbs, and arts abandon me. Not does my goddess aid me, not the sacrifice I make to potent Hecate. I take no pleasure in the day. My nights are watches of bitterness, and gentle sleep is far departed from my wretched soul. I, who could charm the dragon to sleep, can bring none to myself. My effort brings more good to anyone else soever than to me, the limbs I saved a wanton now embraces, tis she who reaps the fruit of my toil. Perhaps, too, when you wish to make boast to your stupid mate, and say what will pleasure her unjust ears, you will fashion strange slanders against my face and against my ways. Let her make merry and be joyful over my faults. Let her make merry and lie aloft on the Tyrian purple. She shall weep, and the flames that consume her will surpass my own while sword and fire are at my hand and the juice of poison, no foe of Medea shall go unpunished. But if it chance my entreaties touch a heart of iron, list now to words, words too humble for my proud soul. I am as much a suppliant to you as you have often been to me, and I hesitate not to cast myself at your feet. If I am cheap in your eyes, be kind to our common offspring— a hard stepmother will be cruel to the fruitage of my womb. Their resemblance to you is all too great, and I am touched by the likeness, and as often as I see them my eyes drop tears. By the gods above, by the light of your grandsire's beams, by my favors to you, and by the two children who are our mutual pledge, restore me to the bed for which I am madly left so much behind. Be faithful to your promises, and come to my aid as I came to yours. I do not implore you to go forth against bulls and men, nor ask your aid to quiet and overcome a dragon. It is you I ask for, you whom I have earned, whom you yourself gave to me, by whom I became a mother, as you by me a father. Where is my dowry, you ask? On the field I counted it out, the field which you had to plough before you could bear away the fleece. The famous golden ram, sightly for deep flock, is my dowry. The which, should I say to you, restore it. You would refuse to render up. My dowry is yourself, saved. My dowry is the band of Grecian youth. 
go now, wretch. Compare with that your wealth of Sisyphus, that you are alive, that you take to wife one who, with the father she brings you, is of kingly station, that you have the very power of being ingrate you owe to me. Whom, hark you, I will straight, but what boots it to foretell your penalty? My ire is in travail with mighty threats. Whither my ire leads, will I follow. Mayhap I shall repent me of what I do, but I repent me, too, of regard for a faithless husband's good. Be that the concern of the god who now embroils my heart. Something portentous, surely, is working in my soul. Oh, nerds, that was so fun. It was way more fun than I expected. Um, reading out these letters is kind of amazing because I get to do a voice and like really go for it. Oh, my God. Being Medea, like, fuck yeah. Anyway, that was really fun. I really hope you all enjoyed it because I um, absolutely loved reading it. It's quite fascinating how the two letters go, right? So like Hypsipyle is furious with Jason for leaving her and not coming back and marrying Medea instead. Meanwhile, Medea is like there 10 steps ahead being like, what the fuck are you doing with this chick from Corinth? They did give her a different name. You might have noted they called her Creusa in Ovid's version. I call her Glauca because that's from Euripides' Medea. But regardless, it's the same. It's the princess of Corinth. And Jason is just such a shit. And Medea is just so over him. And oh my god, that was just, ugh, I fucking love it. I'm going to space these out. Like I said, they're just uh, individual letters. They're not chronological. So it's kind of the perfect thing to kind of space out now and then. Also, not all the letters are, are worth reading, honestly. But there are definitely some that are just as good as these two. And I will revisit them. But I've also found some other cool public domain titles that I can start reading. And frankly, I uh, recorded nine conversation episodes over three weeks just to make sure that I am back and ready to go and bring you guys so much more content. So stay tuned. Lots more conversations to come. Lots more brand new episodes. We're going to read Prometheus Bound next week. There's so much more cool and fun stuff coming. Yeah, it's just, it's very fun. Thank you all so much for listening. You are all the best. I am Liv, and I love this shit. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 